We need to know what God's intentions are for us and for the work we do in the home. More specifically, we need to know what does the gospel have to do with our everyday lives in the home? How does the gospel impact our dishwashing, floor mopping, bill paying, friend making, guest hosting, and dinner cooking? How does the fact that Jesus himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, make a difference in my mundane life today? Where do we get our spiritual direction from? Should we follow our hearts or trust our guts? Do whatever best-selling books at the moment contain the secret to the good life? Is the answer to simply live in the moment? stopping to smell the fabric softener every once in a while. There are a lot of half-baked spiritual ideas that masquerade as Christian theology. How can we tell the difference? This book is not so much a critique of these philosophies, but a description of the distinctly Christian hope of God's glory and how it relates to the home. God's Word, the Bible, says that we were created for God to live for God's glory. With all that is in me, that is what I want for my life. I know the created for him part is already done, since I'm already alive. The part that's left, living for him, that's what I need help with. This morning, this afternoon, this evening, and in the middle of the night when I'm up with the baby, I want to know how I am a partaker of God's promises in Christ through the gospel. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 6. Ordinary life in my home is often far from boring. Life is hectic and peaceful, joyful and painful. Life in the home can be all of these things because that's where life happens. We're a motley crew of sinners made in God's image who are trying to live alongside each other under the gospel of God's grace. It's both beautiful and messy. So how does the living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, change the way I live my life? The biggest questions I want to explore in this book are these. What does the gospel have to do with our lives in the home? How does this grace change the way we live? Today is Monday. Probably the one thing I was most excited about when I began writing this book was the accountability to be disciplined to think about these questions every day. What a joy. And the only thing better than writing about how to treasure the gospel in your home is eating pretzels dipped in leftover vanilla frosting while you're writing. Now I have about a gram of salt rattling around on my keyboard. Glimpses of Grace is about how we live in the already but not yet time in God's redemptive history. Jesus is alive. He is not in the grave. The triumph of Easter Sunday is the reality in which we live every moment of every day. The things in our home have the potential to propel us to revel in the reality of Easter. Our homes also have the potential to distract us as we fix our hearts not on what is unseen, but on what we see, the larger-than-life dishes piled high in the sink. In this book, I want to talk about what a treasure the gospel is to us, especially in our homes propelling us to exult in the hope of God's glory. Because God is good, we have an infinite number of reasons to praise Him in our homes. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, 
for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. I realize this is a huge topic to discuss because it impacts our lives every day and has implications for eternity. I also realize that today is Monday and the buzzer on the dryer just went off and you've got to get your clothes out before they wrinkle. On your way to the laundry room, you might notice a suspicious trail of fluid leading to the bathroom where you can hear your recently potty-trained child sniffling as she tries to hold back humiliated tears. Then the doorbell might ring, and the ringing might remind you that you ignored the alarm for an appointment you're about to be late for. I totally understand that, because that's where I live, too. That's why I need to explore how the gospel is the predominant, defining reality in my life. Remembering to live in God's grace as I live in my home isn't easy for me.